welcome everybody to Sunday school this morning. Guys, like that's probably some of the best singing I've heard. Um, I'm just blessed um, to see our kids up here singing, and it's just amazing what the Lord can do. And I'm happy that everybody's here at Sunday school. We have such a great crowd, and I'm glad to see the little ones in church and singing. I'm blessed. Mike Nichols is just a message of Sunday school. It's good to be in God's house this morning. We had a real great ordination service yesterday. I appreciate the Lord. And uh, when when we do when we do things right, He He uh, He lets us know. When we do things wrong, He lets us know. We got a real good God. And I was thinking this morning, this, this lesson's way back when the children of Israel were still in the wilderness, they was getting ready to cross, cross the river. And, uh, but Moses was giving them instruction. And uh, that's, I don't know how many thousand years that's been, but it's been a long time. And, and God still got people giving instruction and leading his people, and uh, uh, and I, I thought, and of course I know the answer to this, but why, why, all down through the ages, from the beginning all the way down to here, why has people done that? Because of the love of God that He put down in our soul when He saved us. Uh, David said, I, I love the Lord because he heard my prayer and my supplication. And he brought me up also out of a horrible pit. And we was everyone in that same pit on our way to a devil's hell. And Jesus reached down and picked us up by the blood that he shed on Calvary's cross, set our feet on a solid rock, give us a hope of eternal life. And we're leaving here one of these days and going home to be with God. And that's, that's why we do what we do. Sometimes my life don't prove it all as much as it ought to, but I love the Lord. But anyway, our lesson's in Deuteronomy, the 8th chapter. And Moses had been in the wilderness 40 years, and he was 80 years old when the children of Israel come out of Egypt. So he was probably about 120 years old at the time this lesson took place. And uh, I know he was 120 when he died, which wasn't much after this. But uh, he was still... And if God's give us a job to do, we use our preachers a lot of time because they... 
they're in the public eye and, and people seem to know a little more and they can understand it. But God, uh, God, God gives a, a person, if they've got a job to do, God gives a person a burden for that job. If you don't have a burden for your job, you better be checking to see if you're in the right place. Uh, and and I know I I can I can use deacons a little bit, uh, but I remember when I was ordained that and, and Billy Ray Price tell you the same thing. Some of these other fellows. God put a burden in my heart for that job. And, uh, I, you know, I, I ain't the greatest deacon in the world, and I, I've known that all the time, but God gave me a burden for that job. And uh, a burden for the church, I want to, and I already had that anyway, but it seemed like I'd give it more so. And, and it's always been been my desire to see the church do good and uh, all of us love one another, nobody talking ill about anybody and, and the walking together in unity. How sweet it is, the Bible said, for brethren to walk together in unity. And it is. And uh, we talk about it, we have, we have a, a a deacon's meeting once a month, ordained men's meeting. And uh, we talk about that all the time. We got a big bunch of guys. There's about 14 of us usually, something, something 14 or 15. And we get along real good. And that don't mean, that don't mean all the time that we agree with each other. But we don't get mad about disagreeing. And uh, most of the time we agree, but uh, but if you if you love your brother like God told us to, it ain't hard to get along with them. Now, I can use I can, I'll use me and my wife for uh, we've been married be fifty nine years this year, and. Uh, I only remember I only remember one time us having an argument, and I was in the wrong then. So, uh, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but the Lord's blessed us to get along real good, and uh, and He'll bless a church. If we love one another like we ought to, we'll get along like we ought to. Even even despite this up here. But anyway, Moses had led the children of Israel for 40 years. And most of the people, or a lot of them, that came out of Egypt with Moses died in the wilderness. Because of sin. Now... I ain't saying they wasn't saved. I can read you the scriptures. said they did all drink that same spiritual rock, and that rock was Christ. So then we're saved people that fell in the wilderness because of unbelief. And uh, anyway, he was down to the next generation, and he was giving them the same instructions that God had gave him uh, on the mountain and he'd brought down to the children of Israel the first time, he's, he's going over those same instructions, those commandments, and uh, we still go over those today. But you, I, I've heard people, I ain't heard this in a long time, and I'm glad I haven't, but uh, I, I heard a few times way back when I was young that God had done away with the law. It was, this was just the grace plan, and he'd done away with the law. God's law is just as good right now as it was when he wrote it in the tables of stone. And it was just as good in the Garden of Eden 
before it was ever written in the tables of stone as it is is right now. Because when they sinned, they paid a penalty. When Cain killed Abel, he paid a penalty. They didn't have it, thou shalt not kill, wrote down on paper. But he he paid a penalty for for murder. And uh, so sin, sin carries a penalty. And, uh, and that's why a lot of people don't like the commandments. Because there's, there's, there's usually some of them that people don't want to keep for one reason or another. And uh, let me read that first. All the commandments which I command thee this day shall ye observe to do that ye may live and multiply and go in and possess the land which the Lord swear unto your fathers. And if, if you want to live, now, I'd say probably everybody here has been saved. And, and you've got eternal life. You're sealed by the Holy Spirit of promise till the day of redemption. Can't get out of it if you wanted to. But if you want to live, while you're here, and I've tried, I've tried both ways a little bit. The best life there is, the very best, is when you're walking for God and up close to Him, and you can get a hold of Him when you need Him. Did you ever, did you ever run into a real bad problem, something that bothered you real bad? And you had to get off and talk to the Lord. And he wasn't there. That'd be a that'd be a bad place to be in. I've, I've had that happen a time or two. I just I was just out of shape. I knowed I needed to pray and couldn't. By the I can turn that coin over though. And tell you thousands of times, probably, if I could remember them all, that I've said, Lord, I need some help, and he was right there. And there's been some times that I needed some help, and he was right there, and I hadn't said a word for his praying. But he knowed I had a need, and he showed up and supplied what I needed. We've got a good God, and we ought to walk just as close as we can Keep all of his laws the best we can. Come to God's house when we can. Just do the very best we can for him. Because Jesus done the very best that he could for me. Do you remember the day you got saved? Never, never felt better in my life. And I say all the time, the best thing ever happened to me, that was the best day of my life. And right before, right before that, when God was telling me I was lost, it was the worst day of my life. But he changed that. He put me over into his eternal day. The day star arose in my life, however you want to say it. But the best day of my life. And I'm still in that day. That's the good part of that. And I will never get out of it. Anyway, Moses is giving them instruction to keep the commandments. And our preachers preach all the time when God gives it to them, the same message. Maybe not the same words, but they go over some of the same things and uh, remind us that we need to conduct ourselves right in the eyes of God and in the eyes of the people. And, uh, and it's important. If it wasn't important, it wouldn't be in God's Word. Anybody got a comment? And thou shalt remember all the way which the Lord thy God led thee these forty years in the wilderness to humble thee and to prove thee 
to know what was in thine heart, whether thou wouldest keep his commandments or no. And it's, uh, it's a little different from a, I'm talking from a natural standpoint now. It's a little different now, and I'm talking about my life, than it was back when I first got saved. And I, God, God carried me on cloud nine for a long time. I appreciated. I needed help, and He'd give it to me. But I can look back now, like Anthony sings that song uh, about the prayers that He's answered and back things that He's done for us in the past, helping us with our faith. I don't. I can't get the words, but uh, God's. I've been, I've been saved since I was 15 years old, and God's done so many things for me and helped me so many times over those 60-some years, whatever it is. He's helped me so many times that it's, it's helped my faith a little bit. Sometimes I don't look like it, maybe, but He's, he's helped me so much that I can, I can fall back on those things. I get down in the valley and I can look back at some of the times he's had me up on the mountain and, and remember what God's done for me. And uh, remember his word. And, and God, God knew, I want to throw this in, he said, remember... Uh, whether thou, whether thou wouldst keep his commandments or no, God knew that morning in 1956 when he saved me, he knew I wasn't going to live perfect. He knew I was going to be a failure. But he loved me enough to save me anyway. And, and I've been the worst failure God's got, but I'm, I'm glad I'm, I'm still his. And uh, it's still the best thing ever happened to me. And he humbled thee and suffered thee to hunger and fed thee with manna which thou knewest not. Neither did thy fathers know that he might make thee know that man doth not live by bread alone only, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of the Lord doth man live. That's how important God's word is. And our uh, first article of faith, and, and this, it, it states what I'm trying to get across. Uh, said, we believe the Holy Bible was written by men divinely inspired of God and is a perfect treasure of heavenly instruction, that it has God for its author, salvation for its end, and truth without any mixture of error for its matter. Now, that's not the whole thing, but that's the part I wanted to get. And this is God's Word. He wrote it. And you might say, well, Moses, Moses wrote Deuteronomy and so on and so forth. The Bible said that holy men of God wrote as they were moved upon by the Holy Ghost. They wrote the Bible just like Terry preaches the gospel. If he preaches the gospel, he, it comes from God. If we do our job right, whatever it is, it comes from, that spirit comes from God. I can't, I can't generate the Holy Spirit even though it lives down in my soul, I can't reach down there and pull it out. Say, I need you now. I, my life, i got to humble my life. He said, humble yourself in the, before the mighty hand of God that you may be exalted in due time. It, when God's ready, if I'm walking humble before Him, if when He's ready, He can pour His Spirit out abundantly in my life. He knows what I need and when I need it. And 
It ain't always, it ain't always when I think. I've, I couldn't tell you the number of times I've had, a, I've had a Sunday school lesson that I didn't fully understand or something in it I didn't understand, and I'd pray, and God, I need, I need help. I don't understand this, and it'd go right on up to Sunday school time. And I remember one time in particular because this scripture had been on my mind for years and years, and I couldn't figure it out, and it come up in a lesson, and about five minutes before I got up to teach, God gave me it. And it was it was so simple. A little kid probably understood it, but he had it hid from me. But there's been other times, and there's been sometimes that I've prayed about him, and he didn't give it to me. God knows what's needed, and uh, sometimes sometimes we pray for things that we don't need. The Bible said we pray. We ask and ask a mist that we might consume it on our own lust. Uh, if, I'm, if I was asking God to give me understanding or something so I could impress everybody here, I've asked for it for the wrong reason. And God's not going to answer that. If, if there's anything done in this Sunday school or in our church service that people get enjoyment out of that God's spirit moves in it's because of the glory of God it ain't because of Terry Brock or Carl Atkins or whoever whoever might be standing up all, the, all they are is an instrument humble, if, we, if we can humble our life God can use us but it, he's the one that has control over the spirit no man don't have control God controls the spirit and he gives it to us abundantly when we humble our lives and follow Him, but if I'm trying to if I'm trying to steal God's glory, woe unto me! I get in the I get in the way, or you get in the way. We might not be in the way very long. God will either wake us up or move us out, one or the other, and uh, He can do either what He wants to because we belong to Him. Thy raiment waxed not old upon thee, neither did thy foot swell these forty years. And uh, I can't, I can't say that. Uh, Seem like things wear out all the time, especially me. And uh, getting old, and uh, different little problems but what God put down in here has got brighter since the day I got saved it's just continued to get brighter and uh, the hope that he give me is looking brighter all the time because I'm getting closer to home and uh, one of these days I, it might not be too long, but one of these days, the angel going to carry me over on the other side. And you talk about joy. We, this is joy unspeakable, full of glory when we move in God's spirit. It don't hold a light or a candle to what's going to be on the other side. And that's going to be continuously, forever and forever and forever. I, that's beyond me. But God's got it fixed. And I, I testified Wednesday night, God fixed my eternity. And uh, I, say, I said in 1956, but he fixed my eternity before the foundation of the world, if you want to go back there. And, uh, but he, me and him connected in 1956. So the raiment didn't wax old. Now this, this thing you look at, I look a whole lot different than I did 
when I was 15. And it ain't for the better. But, but God's blessed me. I, could, I, can't, I can't even put it into words. It's joy unspeakable and full of glory. And, uh, and the peace that God put down in here is beyond telling. Thou shalt also consider in thine heart that as a man chasteneth his son, so the Lord thy God chasteneth thee. And uh, if you've been saved very long, you already know that. God's, and it, it ain't always, it ain't always God's going to jerk a knot on your head or break your neck or something like that. He might just tear your heart up. And uh, so God, but God, uh, the Bible said if we sin willfully, after we come to the knowledge of the truth, there remaineth no more sacrifice for sin, but a certain fearful looking for of judgment and fiery indignation which shall devour the adversary. And uh, you can you can take that as a lost person that rejects the Lord, or you can take that as one of us that goes against God. It fits either one. And uh, we'll pay if we sin after we've been saved by the grace of God. We'll pay for that. Did you ever come to church? I know every one of us have. Did you ever come to church and be sitting in service and, and people shouting and seem like things going real good and you wasn't getting a thing? Got to consider sometimes God... God's making you pay for some of your sin, or uh, if you're sitting here, I sit right here sometimes, and my mind wanders, and I don't get in the service like I ought to, it's because I ain't got this guy in control. I'm I'm supposed to keep this guy crucified, especially when it comes time to work for God. And, and it ain't all the time that we've got a testimony. It ain't all the time that we can witness to somebody. We just do that when God gives it to us. But all the rest of the time, if we're not in church, we're at work or wherever we're at, God requires us to live like we're His. And you... Don't use me as an example. Don't try to live good as I do because you, you'll mess up surely. Use Jesus as an example. And I know we can't none live up to what he did, but we need to use him for an example and, and try to live, our, live up to the example that he set for us the best we can. Therefore thou shalt keep the commandments of the Lord thy God to walk in his ways and to fear him. And uh, Solomon wrote in Ecclesiastes, the 12th chapter, said let us hear, I, I may not quote it exactly right, but let's hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God and keep his commandments, for this is the whole duty of man. And I'll I've heard people say, well, I don't think, I don't, I, we got a loving God, I don't think you need to fear him. The Bible said the whole duty of man is fear God and keep his commandments. And there's been times if I didn't fear the Lord, I might have, I might have got in some awful predicaments. But God, God told me down here, that's wrong for you. And I had enough of the fear of God in me most of the time to leave that junk alone. And uh, 
So fearing God's a healthy thing. For the Lord thy God bringeth thee into a good land, a land of brooks, of water, of fountains, and depths that spring out of valleys and hills. And God, God's put us in a good land. Uh, he, God will take care of you. And I heard a fellow on TV this, this morning talking about uh, thanking God for everything. And the Bible said, ever good and ever perfect gift come from God. But he said, all things work together for good to them that love the Lord and are the call according to his purpose. Didn't say all good things. He said all things. So even, even the bad things that God allows to happen in our lives, and God don't do all of those things, but sometimes he allows them, like he did with Job. And he allows those for a purpose. And uh, so we need to thank God for everything. And, uh, and keep his commandments. Do the very best we can. A land of wheat and barley and vines and fig trees and pomegranates, a land of oil, olive, and honey, a land wherein thou shalt eat bread without scarceness. Thou shalt not lack anything in it, a land whose stones are iron and out of whose hills thou mayest dig brass. I have never... Since I've been saved, if I've been living right and had my heart humble, I've never, I, I have never missed out on, on getting my feet under God's table, if you want to say it that way. God's blessed me beyond measure. And I'm talking spiritual now. I'm not talking natural. He's blessed me real good that way too. But God, God's blessed I, I, told, I think I told Terry last night, yesterday evening we were sitting up here. I said, God sure has blessed this church. And I, I'm not talking about just right now. I'm talking about when I was a boy, the same spirit was in this church back then that's in it now. And God got a hold of me and I got saved. And Terry's along the same, same time period. A lot of people here. And God worked in the church, and, and I've been here all my life. Ever since I was probably nine years old, somewhere around there, when they, when they started having meetings in people's houses. And God's blessed. We've had people that stood for the Lord, and I, and I, can, I can remember, and uh, Terry was mentioning yesterday, Siegel helping him. And I can remember people back, way back there that's, that's been gone a long time that still helped me in my life. And, and I believe that's what uh, John in Revelation was talking about when he said, Blessed are the dead that die in the Lord from henceforth. Yea, saith the Spirit, they may rest from their labors and their works do follow them. And those, those people that were back there left some works behind, and they're still following them. They, they, well, they, they got us in church. They showed us Jesus. And God done the saving, but the church, the church showed us the light. And their works are still following them. And I... That's one thing I, I love about having an ordination service, ordaining preachers. God's still calling preachers, and, and that, I, that, holds, that holds out a hope for me. I don't, now, we don't know about tomorrow. I don't know what's going to happen. But it, it gives me hope that God's going to extend things a little while longer 
to reach our people and try to get them in. And we've got thousands of people that need Jesus. So we need all the preachers that God will call. Anybody got anything? When thou hast eaten and art full, then thou shalt bless the Lord thy God for the good land which he hath given thee. When God, when God, Malachi said, try me and see if I won't open you the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing you will not be able to receive. And uh, when, when God gives you them kind of blessings, uh, it's beyond, it's beyond uh, thanking him, really. I mean, you just say, thank you, Lord. That's all we can do. But I guarantee you, if you're appreciative to God, he'll just love you a lot much more. And uh, he'll pour out his blessings just, just as long as we follow him. He'll pour out his blessings. I'm going to read this last verse. Beware, now listen real good at this one. Beware that thou forget not the Lord thy God in not keeping his commandments and his judgments and his statutes which I command thee this day. Beware that thou forget not In the, the 103rd Psalm, and that's probably one of my favorites right at the start of it anyway, said, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and uh, bless his holy name. It said, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits toward me. Uh, and I don't have that written down here, but I... It lists a bunch of the benefits that God's given us. God, God saved me when I was a 15-year-old boy. And if that was the only benefit he'd ever give me, that gave, in my opinion, that gave me an obligation. And he put his love in here too. But that gave me an obligation to do for him every possible thing that I can. Now, I can't do everything. Everybody knows that. But I can do what God will let me. And, and we have an obligation to God to do that. Now, God, God could get by without me. I hope you understand what I'm saying. God don't really need me. He's blessed. He blesses me because he loves me. But he don't really need, he could get by without me. But there's somebody, there's somebody, this is my opinion now, there's somebody in the world somewhere around here that I can be a help to. I believe that's the only reason I'm still here. I, the Bible said that God hath pleasure in the death of his saints. In other words, he, he has pleasure when he can take us home to be, be with him. Now, we don't understand all about that, but God hath pleasure in the death of his saints. So, well, I believe when my work's over, when I've, when I've done the last job I can do, or I mess my life up so bad that I, that I can't do it, I believe God's going to take me out of here. And uh, so we need, we've got just a few days. You remember, uh, Moses, when he went up, when God took him up on Mount Nebo, and he said, I'm going to let you look over in the promised land, but you're not going. 
and Moses died. And the reason, the reason that Moses didn't go over in the promised land because he smote the rock twice. And he said, must we bring water out of the rock? And, uh, uh, and God wouldn't let him go in the promised land because of that. So I can't claim credit for what God does. And Moses what kind of, he, he smote the rock with the rod, but it was God that brought the water out. And if I teach Sunday school and do it right, it's God that does it. Uh, he told me to study, and I got to do that. But if he don't give me nothing, I ain't got nothing. Same way with everybody's job. Blaine, Blaine knows a whole bunch of songs, but he can't sing them right till God lets him. And uh, so everybody here understands that. But uh, David said, I love the Lord because he hath heard my prayer and my supplication and uh, brought me up also out of a horrible pit, established my going. Uh, and I can't quote all of it, but he, he asked a question. Somewhere along, I believe, in that same scripture. Uh, what shall I render unto the Lord for all his benefits toward me? And we can't count all the benefits that God's blessed us with. But he said, I, I'll take the cup of salvation. In other words, I'm going to take what God gave me and I'm going to pay my vows now in the presence of all his people. And if you don't go to church, you can't pay them in the presence of God's people. If I believe if we're able, we ought to be at church. And uh, we ought to worship God. And if, if we ain't able, we can watch it on the live stream. And, and you can humble your heart and, and feel the Lord in that. And I'm, but I'm like Terry, if, if I just stay home to be staying home, then I ain't going to get much of a blessing out of that either. But uh, anyway, we need to keep God's commandments.